Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, will the Axe come back? That is the question. Jay Kokorowski of Rivals.com and Badger Blitz uh, is going to be joining us and uh, well on the line now. Jake, how you doing, buddy? What's going on? Doing well, doing well. Just ready to uh, get ready for Thanksgiving and, and you know some good food. And uh, I know I got to hit the gym at least two to three times before I, I eat all that food. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. I get it. I completely understand it. Hey, uh, big weekend. Not not only for the Axe, but uh, just to get into the uh, Big Ten West Championship uh, portion of things. So tell me about this Badger team. What you think their shot legitimately is at beating a good Minnesota team, or is Minnesota? Or have they been somewhat overrated? I mean, I think it's. I don't think they're overrated at all. I do think, obviously, you saw what happened where the victory earlier this month against Penn State at home, uh, when Penn State, when the initial college football rankings came out, they were number four. And for that matter, though, the Nittany Lions also shot themselves in the foot with three interceptions, and they had two really poor goal line situations where they're within the Gophers' 10-yard line and came away with zero points. Uh, a couple of drives on that, for that matter. I know one, one series for sure – they ran three running plays and a fade on fourth down to, I think, a receiver that was 5'8", five, 5'10", five, uh, and it did not work out, obviously, uh, for, for Penn State. But uh, I think Wisconsin, I mean, there are going to be some th- interesting storylines and matchups that they're going to have to overcome. Uh, you saw against Purdue rack up 326 yards through the air, 220 against Nebraska, and you're right off the bat with that secondary with, with Wisconsin. You're also looking at, uh, 2,000-yard receivers they'll have to defend uh, in, in Rashad Bateman and Tyler Johnson. So those are 2,000-yard receivers. You have a quarterback that's thrown for nearly 2,700 yards and 26 touchdowns. And then for the front seven, on top of that, their run game, uh, you know, they have a 1,000-yard rusher in Rodney Smith and, and two other backs that can complement them. So it's going to be, you know, Wisconsin against these type of more spread-like teams. That's a, that's a huge matchup in the storyline. Can they, uh, you know, depend upon whatever happens with the weather elements where it's supposed to be rainy or snowy, according to the last forecast I saw up in Minneapolis on Saturday, they're going to have to defend against that. And uh, for that matter, the other storyline on the flip side is going to be, can Wisconsin run the ball? Uh, they've gained at least over 300 yards the past three games after the bye week. They've seemed to figure things out there. Can they run on a defense that hasn't give up, given up 200 rushing yards in a single contest yet? So, look, I, I think Minnesota is a good team. They impressed me when they beat Penn State. I mean, that was that was a good win. They go on the road. They obviously get beat there in Iowa. Uh, the Badgers have had their ups and downs. But what do the Badgers possess that would be very difficult for Minnesota to stop? I think it's the run game. I think it's the rejuvenated run game. You've seen Jonathan Taylor go over 200 yards the past three games. You've seen, I think, I don't know if it's coincidence or not, but you see the offensive line it's kind of solidified where you now have David Mormon in at left guard, Jason Erdman, a former right guard uh, from the Slinger area, uh, from a walk-on, I should say, from Slinger, in at right guard. And it's kind of like you haven't seen a lot of guard rotation like you saw before that second bye week. So uh, I think that run game really, you know, I, I, I know I mentioned it before where Minnesota hasn't given up 200 yards rushing in the game yet, but uh, the closest they've gotten to is Penn State where, you know, they averaged about 100, or they averaged probably six to seven yards per carry uh, against 
uh, with, with Penn State there. So I think the run game, Jonathan Taylor, they found some things. I think the, the advent of the, or the resuscitation is the better term of the jet sweeps getting on the edge. And you've seen that, ha- you know, work the past three games as well, especially last week. And even just some of those offensive wrinkles that Wisconsin utilized with, with a wildcat, uh, with Aaron Crookshank, Garrett Groshek. I think for Wisconsin, that's going to be huge. And then on the flip side, I think this pass rush for defense, uh, Zach Ball and Chris Orr, they didn't really necessarily get home to Purdue, but then utilizing those short passes or trick plays. Uh, but I think this defense still has a lot of pass rush in them, uh, and they'll need to get to Tanner Morgan. I think they'll get him to, to him at least a couple times. Uh, we'll see what the elements hold in terms of that rain and snow. Yeah, that's the other thing is uh, the, the rain and snow and, and, and being able to – look, I don't think that uh, it would be that big of a, an issue unless, of course, there's a ton of wind. And then wind can obviously change the game. And if so, I believe that the, that would dictate in favor of the, of the Badgers, wouldn't you, with the run game being what it is? Right, absolutely. And even just in the past game uh, for Minnesota, remember if you remember in Columbus, now obviously it was raining, and I think you mentioned it, Bill, too, with the wind, but I think there's some horizontal rain uh, at one point uh, during that contest within Ohio Stadium. But really, in my opinion, it's, it comes down to, you know, if those elements are, it comes, turns into a smash-mouth football game, it's going to be a battle in the trenches between those two opposing uh, new lines and Whoever controls that line of scrimmage will dictate the game. Uh, I think right now with how Wisconsin's playing on offense, I think they can control it. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of like how the defense for Wisconsin can adjust and, and what they need to do to, to clamp down on a, a Minnesota offense that's you know racking up yardage and, and scoring 35 points a game. Let's just say they get the win and they go and face Ohio State again. Um, do you expect the outcome to be different or maybe just closer? I think anything can go when you have that single game mentality. I mean, you could say Ohio State's going to, you know, can win nine out of 10 times or 19 out of 20, whatever I say, but it only takes one time. Uh, and we know that, you know, that there's solid leadership of this Wisconsin team. You know, I really do wonder what, if they do make it to Indianapolis, just what will happen because if you remember, like you mentioned before, it's like the, the elements Ohio State's passing game really was pretty much you know locked down for, for most of that first half where there's a lot of that kind of won't say inclement weather but rainy drought you know dreary weather where you know could be slippery uh, etc and, and you saw maybe you know the Wisconsin bottle up that offense more now you're in you know Lucas Oil Stadium it's turf you know pure turf it's, it's indoors and so I wonder how much more efficient that Ohio State offense could be and granted you saw Penn State, you know, keep it relatively close last week. Um, I think just with what would be on the line, I think it might, I think it'd be a little bit closer, but that Ohio State team is really good on both sides of the ball with NFL talent. Uh, and Justin Fields, you know, is a dynamite quarterback. And uh, of course, we all saw what happened with Chase Young, uh, you know, a few weeks back with four sacks and just, you know, he, he cemented himself as. He should be the highest and finalist, in my opinion, uh, and he's going to be a top-five pick in the NFL draft. I, I know you touched on it, and I want to go back to this. Tyler Johnson and what he's he's been able to accomplish this year with Tanner Morgan, that combination has been deadly. Uh, they've been able to put up some really big plays, 10 touchdowns on the season for Tyler Johnson. So let me ask you this. Do you just take that, their best receiver, away and then say beat us in other areas, or do you say give him his catches, just don't let him into the end zone? It's interesting. I, I, we talked to uh, me and another reporter talked to Rashad Wild Goose, the sophomore quarterback for, for Wisconsin. He mentioned how Johnson can run great routes, 
and it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think there'll be some point where he's going to get a little bit of his, but it's hard because you can't take away necessarily, you know, you take away Johnson, but then there's Rashad Bateman, uh, who is another 1,000-yard receiver. Uh, and, and, you know, on top of that, too, and like I said, that running game for Minnesota is so, yeah, it, it's, it's competent, and you have a 1,000-yard rusher in Rodney Smith. So, you know, you take away Johnson, that's going to be good, but, you know, I'm not saying necessarily pick your poison type, but you have other weapons within that offense that makes it so much more dynamic than just, you know, like maybe some of the Wisconsin offenses back from 2013 or 2014 where really, you know, you saw, you know, a guy like Alex Erickson or, or, or uh, Jared Aberderis being the lone receiving targets, you know, in terms of Wisconsin's case. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how defensive coordinator Jim Leonard devises a scheme and try, you know, how the secondary, who's a bit, you know, was a bit banged up, uh, you know, with Sam Hicks, uh, one of the starting corners, still questionable with a head injury. And, you know, you're wondering just, you know, uh, just, you know, how this defense is going to, you know, try to contain not just Johnson, but another big time receiver and, and a big time running back. Jake, always good to chat with you, buddy. We'll talk later down the road. I'm, uh, I'm hoping that we're talking about a big 10 championship. And we'll try to touch base then. Okay. Sounds great. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. All right, buddy. You too. There you go. That's our buddy Jake Kokorowski, and you can find his stuff on Rivals.com and the Badger Blitz, and uh, he joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them. 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.